Welcome to Reprise Kids, the show where for some reason or another we watch all of Spy Kids. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined as always by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. Uh, we have Luke with us. I watched this movie like two weeks ago. I don't fucking remember what happened in it. Yeah, you're better <laughs> off. You're better off. That's just how it is. Simply terrible. It hasn't gotten more straightforward <laughs> with time. No. No, no, no. no. Bad, bad film. Get this out of the way. Bad movie. Hated it. Yeah. Did not like this. Uh, um, but we can talk about some other shit before we get to that. Luke, what you been up to? Uh, oh, God. What have I been up to? Uh, 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 wow. I knew you were going to ask me this. Why am I not more ready for it? You really should have prepped on this one. I guess I should have, huh? Uh, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of watching Chelsea play Persona 5. That's still fun to do. Uh, she's getting pretty far. She's up to the the fifth dungeon, so she's she's got Haru now. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, she's buzzing she's through really it. Really doing it. Yeah. Well, she's got to get it done before Animal Crossing comes out. Oh, that's true. We are on a <laughs> we are on a timer now. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Animal Crossing is less than a month away. Oh boy, yeah, it is. Then we're never doing this podcast again. Let me tell you, I'm gonna be busy. <laughs> Well, no, but then we'll be on to our next podcast. True. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing... I I have been doing something, at least for the past couple days, that Mm -hmm. I think people are going to be disappointed in me for doing. Yeah, what you got? (laughs) Persona 5 is already kind of... I've been playing a lot of Metal Gear Solid 5. Okay. Yeah, no, that that, that, that sounds like you. All right. Okay. Listen... I, how am I supposed to be ir- like mad at you about this? You, this is the thing you do constantly. <laughs> yeah, this is five, just Luke. Five is particularly, you know, like this is issues. like if I was like, hey, I know everyone's disappointed, but I started playing like WWE 2K19. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's like what you do. <laughs> all right, all right. See, but mm, my problem here is that you're reacting the same way as if I'd said, oh, I've been playing a lot of Metal Gear Solid Three, which is very different. All right, I just know that there's bombs in the pussy. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a bad game. What do you do? You want me to scold you? No, I don't. It's, it's not I what just, I'm here to do. No, I I don't know what I want. Mm-hmm. I've got the platinum trophy in MGS one through four and uh, fucking Peace Walker, so I just got to get it in Phantom Pain and Revengeance, and I've got all the platinums, and so I'm doing that. Oh yeah, so yeah, the pact must be completed. The pact must be completed. Yeah. I'm so fucking scared of having to get the platinum in Revengeance. That's going to take me the rest of my life. Are you going to get a platinum in uh, Death Stranding, or is that... <laughs> That's not a Metal Gear game, so I don't have to. Is that the Sharkboy Lava Girl of <laughs> Metal Gear? <laughs> it's absolutely the Sharkboy and Lava Girl of Metal Gear. <sighs> I, I don't even know what the platinum trophy for that looks like. We'll see. Probably not, though. 
<laughs> I'm imagining having to 100% all the fucking preppers, and that sounds like not something I want to bother with. Sure. It's fair. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I'm doing a lot of sneaking, a lot of sniping. Got my, my D-Dog with me. What's that? I said love to sneak. I love to sneak. Uh, had to do a lot of... it. I'm remembering why I stopped trying to platinum this game, because the checkpointing is very bad in it. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of it is... You know, every mission will have, like, oh, optional stuff you can do, and there's a trophy for doing all the optional stuff. And a lot of the times it will be... It's almost kind of Hitman-y sometimes, where it'll be like, oh, this character has a whole, like, scripted path they'll go on and have all these conversations. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, if there's something like that, a side objective will be, oh, like, follow along with their path and eavesdrop on every conversation they have before you kill them. <gasps> Assassin's Creed 3 ass objective. Yeah, it, like, it was literally, there was one, ugh, like, it took 15 minutes for this guy's routine to finish, and it was the, like, high difficulty level of the mission, so... If you get spotted at all, it's just instant game over. Assassin's uh, Creed 3 ass mission. <laughs> yeah, so it'd be like, all right, load it up, sneak up to this guy, uh, like hide in the truck he's going to drive around in, and then just put the controller down for 15 minutes, jump out of the truck, kill him, get spotted by some random fucking guard that wasn't there the last time I tried this, and then reload and do it again. And that wasn't fun. Yeah, no. It doesn't sound bad. like it. No, I did it, though, so hopefully it'll be smoother sailing from here. I think they should make those games good and not bad. They usually Radical do. Radical idea. In general, those are good games. I don't have a high opinion of Hideo Kojima at this point. I, listen, <laughs> as someone who has a high opinion of some Metal Gears, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Death no, Stranding is not representative of what I like about his shit. It's pretty fucking bad. But also, there's good parts in there. You wrote yeah. a whole article about the good parts you like. Yeah, I I almost feel like somebody else came up with that part. <laughs> Sometimes I think there's no way this man could have done this. Well, here's the thing. Hideo Kojima really wants to, like, make movies or whatever. He's bad at that. He's good at making video games. And when he just yeah. makes the video game a video game, it's good. <sighs> yeah, I like the part where you got to drive the truck. That was yeah. great. Yeah. I think they should make more of that game. Like, and none of the other parts of it. In Metal Gear Solid Five, one of the ways you can escape uh, a mission area is to go over to, like, a shipping container, attach a balloon to it, and then hold on while it just launches into the sky. Great. It fucking rules. Perfect. It just also, there's the other stuff, and that's yeah. bad. It's a, it's a land of contrasts. So, yeah, clearly... Have I I've, I uh, must have done something else over the past two weeks. I know I did. I started Yakuza, which you started Yakuza 0. Yeah, I got about ten hours of that, and I was like, this game fucking blows. <laughs> I've gotten one hour into Yakuza Kiwami and was like, ah, uh, I'm not... I, I would try more of this, but I'm not hooked yet either. There was, a, then, there was a good hook at the end of the first... No, second Majima chapter, and I was uh, like, oh. And yeah. then... It switched back to Kiryu, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Molly, I will say, I was, I stopped that game at exactly the same point. It's mm. just, there's just, 
They just were, Kiryu is not a fun character in the way that like everyone seems to think he is. Maybe I just haven't seen enough of him yet. I mean, there's there's that, but they have not hooked me enough to make me want to see the rest of it. And like, my I know my friends... that, like the fun of Kiryu is that he is just so aggressively straight faced about every ridiculous thing. Also, he's very stupid. Yeah, yeah, I, he is stupid. And I do love that in a man. <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess the like silly things that happen around him aren't good enough for me to that's reasonable yeah and yeah I did a part, couple of side missions like, it was all right you're part of why i haven't played it more because when i said i was gonna try yakuza kiwami everyone was like oh you should really start with zero kiwami's rough zero is so much better and if you're as bored as you are with the one that's supposed to be the good one, I'm worried. Yeah. I mean, like, I think the the fighting is actually pretty fun if repetitive. Mm. Like, even if it is repetitive, I'm having a good time with it. But, like, everything yeah. where you have to, like, run to the next place, back and forth all the time. Like, it's just not good enough to yeah. do that. I don't know. Well, yeah, like, there are definitely moments in that game, both gameplay-wise and story-wise, that I was like, oh, this is super cool. Yeah. But, like, I've played enough Yakuza games now that, like, it's like, oh, it's not like I'm not connecting with one of these games. It's just I could don't connect with any of these. I still might try the new one coming out just because, man, the, like, JRPG combat stuff seems cool. Sure, Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I did have it in my head, you know, like how I did with Kingdom Hearts. I was going to play every Yakuza before Yakuza 7 came out. Oh, my God. You would die. It's a lot of Yakuza is the thing. That's a lot. And those games are not short. <laughs> no, they're not. They're like no. 60 hours a piece. Mm-hmm. So that might not happen. No. Especially because I'm having such not. a hard time powering through the no, first I was say, one. If you can't even get through Kiwami, like... I'm not like, and again, I'm not even like sick of it. It just hasn't grabbed me yet, and I'm worried that it won't. Yeah, I, for I sure. Will probably, I, I'm not done with it. I will give it more time to to see how it goes. I haven't even gotten to like the part where, like, you're in the actual game yet. Yeah. Like, I got through the prologue chapter basically. Man, I thought Persona had a long intro. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even. I. I Honestly, I don't even know if I'm out of the intro yet. Like, that's... <laughs> they set it up, and now that I'm Kiryu again, I guess I'm kind of out of the intro, but I still kind of feel like I'm in the intro. I assume I'm out of the intro because in, in Kiwami, how it goes is, like, you're uh, Kiryu, and you're doing great. You're, like, a well-respected Yakuza boss. You're about to get, like, your own family. Everything is going swell, and then a bunch of shit happens, and you have to take the fall for something, and you go to prison... And then there's a million-hour-long cutscene. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, like, I just got to the part where, like, all right, it's ten years later. You're out of prison. You look identical to the day you went in. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that seems Kiryu, like, okay, time for the game to start for real now. Kiryu's a timeless master. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say, Molly, I think you... I don't remember if you've gotten to this yet, but I think they're just about to introduce the real estate section of the game. I I'm definitely very close to that because I just got hired by the real estate company. Okay. Uh and yeah, like that's also where that game's transphobia comes in. Oh, cool. cool. I whatever. I whatever. I cannot bring myself to care. That's fair. Video game <laughs> transphobic. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, so is every other one. Not sure what to tell you. <sighs> yeah. That's like 
here, my official position is at some point I have to put some of the shit on the shelf so I can enjoy something. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna I say it's not saying. in yeah. there, right. but like, I sure content warning me, I guess, but right. I, it's not like I don't expect it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Transphobia yeah, is still bad. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they, but if they cut it out, then people get super mad. So, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, they did. They're doing like literally the not like the the least they could possibly do with that Persona Five re-release, and people are shitting themselves in rage over it. I just think we should take the part with the offensive gaze out. <laughs> Yeah, no. They're not even doing that. They're just changing the dialogue to make it less like obviously offensive because that's all oh, they wow. can do is the localizers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it, if it's, it's a localization thing, they can't even take out those two offensive assholes. Stereotypes walking up to you and flirting yep. with you. There's yep. like <laughs> because the original team doesn't care and likes it that it's like that. Of course they do. They made it that way. Yeah, they. they Atlas known piece of shit. Like, mm-hmm. we, yeah, not a surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every one of the modern Persona games has something. Anyway, <sighs> anyway. Uh, you been up to anything else? Ah, who cares? All right, fair enough. I was asking. Oh, I saw the Sonic movie. Oh, how was how Sonic the Hedgehog? It's fine. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's one of those. I think we're gonna do an episode about it on TWA. Okay, sure. In that's some ways, like, I mean, like, that is something you would do on that podcast. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, back when the first trailer came out, uh, everyone, the, most of the people who do that show are big Sonic heads. I'm kind of the odd one out. And when the hideous gremlin Sonic was first shown off, I was like, nope, we're doing this movie. It's fuck all <laughs> of you. Uh, and I swore that we would do it and uh, made it very clear on air multiple times it was happening and then cowards that they were and then they changed the sonic design to not be hideous and uh well i made those promises yep now you have to do it you got to do bed. it uh-huh yeah, yeah. it's uh yeah, yeah. it sounds like something that would happen to you yeah it's it's fine it's it's a totally fine kids movie the kids that were in the theater were chuckling a lot yeah, that that's kind of what I've heard is that it was an aggressively fine movie. Yeah, <laughs> Sonic flosses and the kids went wild. Yeah, and then he flosses again at the end of the movie. Great. I kind of nice. thought that was putting a little too much, uh, you know, spice. Floss on that steak. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, it's a, a, a mint leaf, but instead it's a uh... <laughs> just a one strand of floss. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of movies, I just remember we also watched, I found the live, well, Chelsea actually found it, the live action version of, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Diamond is Unbreakable at a movie store, oh, that last week, and we finally watched it, and, uh, that's wild. Yeah, that doesn't seem like it would be something good. It's, as... I I was interested in it, and I think Chelsea was too, just because it's so weird seeing someone try to make that thing into something that makes any sense in live action. And also, like, condensing a series of JoJo down to a movie seems like a bad idea in general. Oh, well, you see, they didn't. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. It is. that They do a little bit of that. There's a lot of foreshadowing in it towards stuff that would happen later in that series, but it is pretty much a an a, a 
a faithful adaptation of the first five episodes of that season. Oh, with, wow. They don't even introduce the the main villain of Diamond is Unbreakable is not in that movie. There's a like end teaser suggesting that's who will be in the sequel. That's what they would do next. Yeah. And that, that movie came out in 2017 and it bombed and they're never making that sequel. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, have you seen uh, Jotaro's hair from that movie? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> what a weird way to do that. Yeah. I I keep thinking, man, I want to force somebody who doesn't know anything about JoJo to watch that movie with no explanation. <laughs> Why? I think they try to make it make sense, but it super doesn't. Why are you a torturer? <laughs> like, I know you're not a sadist. I know this for a fact. And yet... <laughs> you do yeah. these things. Anyway, I had fun watching it at the very least. Yeah, you know, that's what matters. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I guess that's it for me. All right, uh, Ashley. Yes. What have you been up to? You know what I was going to ask you. Come on. I know. I just <laughs> wanted to make you say it. <laughs> uh, I uh, have been playing some uh, Dragon Quest. You had a birthday. I did have a birthday. Happy birthday, Ashley. Happy birthday. Thank you. We went uh, bowling, and then we went karaokeing in the same place, uh, and then I... Uh, bought some Legos. Nice. Uh, and all of those things were good. I did get sick on some Wetzel's pretzels. Hmm. As you do. Uh, good fucking pretzels, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> don't know if they're worth it, but... <laughs> I think they're worth it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it was a very good time. Uh, I'm glad that all of my friends who could came. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I saw Birds of Prey. That's a film. Uh, with Molly. Yeah, I've heard good things. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It but also, okay. yeah. But also, that was a movie I was never not going to love. <laughs> right. Right. That is a movie where it has two of my favorite comic book characters of all time. Hardly Quinn and Renee Montoya. Uh, and there's a hyena in it. Like it was, <laughs> it was made for you. I am not an impartial person here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, SJW. How do you feel that the movie I saw, Sonic, uh, is doing so much better? That matters. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It does. <laughs> why is people? Why is people? Why, why is people? Why is people such bad? <laughs> What are you trying to say right now? Well, I, I'm trying to say, why is people such bad, Molly? It's, uh, I, okay. Okay. I it's got a, nothing. It's an honest question, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, and then, yeah, I got Dragon Quest. I had, like... I did one of those things uh, that, uh, that, where, why am I losing words? Oh, no, I I can't podcast anymore. Um, I had one of those things where it's like, I'm going to get myself a little birthday gift, and then, like, I just kept doing that. (laughs) (laughs) We've all been there. Yeah, absolutely. So so I got myself the steamboat willy uh lego design uh lego set uh-huh. excellent 
uh, which I think I may start putting together tonight. Heck yeah. Uh, and then I also uh, got myself Dragon Quest. Uh, and then I also got myself uh, some uh, gay socks and underwear. <laughs> Hell yeah. The shit is gay. Uh, I saw them. Gay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's been a lot of fun. Uh, Dragon Quest is cool. It's, you know, a JRPG. Uh, I always... I know the music guy sucks, and I can't even exactly remember why he sucks, but I know he does. Wait, who? The music guy for Dragon Quest. Okay. Because, uh, like, that's every oh, time... Oh, yeah. Like, I, He's like, like a homophobe, so, I think, right? Yeah. I, He's I like, have no idea. I was like, either he's a homophobe or a nationalist, or maybe both. Maybe both, <laughs> maybe. yeah. Uh, but, like, there's even, like, a special thing where it's like, hey, if you are streaming this game, and, like, specifically for the music, then we you will get extra lawyered. Yeah. You will be executed. Yeah. Live on your stream. Yeah, and uh, this is also, it's the Switch version, which has the thing where you can switch to 2D mode. And they kind of imply that the 2D mode is something you can do at any point. Mm. Uh, it's not at all. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. As long as you go to church. You have to go to church. And then you start from the beginning of a uh, chapter. Oh, I see. And it's like a different save slot, slot. Oh, so the whole game is like in 2D and 3D, but it's not, you can't just flip flop. Yeah, it's not like one of those things where you could like press a button and it shows you like the HD version and the like S. Uh, like, the okay. Yeah, that is straight up terrible. Yeah, I think Why the you... 3DS game had something it. where like the top screen was in 3D and the bottom screen was like sprite based. Yeah, and uh, I get it because like there's a lot of stuff that they do in um, the 3D version that I think would be hard to do in 2D. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of puzzles and quests in 2D that are all based around, you need to get up on that roof and do, like, some element of platforming. Oh, huh. Like, not in a super huge way, just, like, in a way where it's like, yeah, it's like, jump on this, then jump on the roof, and then cross over this, like, rope. Mm-hmm. And that, I feel, would be really hard to do with a 2D sprite-based thing. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, I finished Kentucky Red Zero. There's a podcast where we talk about that. <laughs> for a little bit, I guess. Yeah, for six hours. Um, I would like to be nice to both of you. Uh-huh. That is far too long for a fucking podcast. <laughs> well... We could have... Co- well, technically, it's one four-hour podcast and then one two-hour podcast. And not better. <laughs> not better. It's a good game, Molly. Podcast. It's a good I'm game. sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I've just been kind of kind of chilling, working. Yeah, big chilling. Big chilling. Love to chill. Uh, that it? Yeah. Y'all ever heard of Dark Souls? No. Dark Souls. Um, All right, so it's it's kind of an action RPG kind of game. 
Okay. Um, that is heavily reliant on animations uh, for its combat. Sure, I guess most games are. Yeah, but this one especially so. It's, it's a little punishing. I've been playing Dark Souls 3 again. Um, okay, oh, this is like a Fallen Order-like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like that. Um, here's the, the thing about Dark Souls 3 is I think it's probably the best one of those mm, games. That's a, I feel like that's a spicy take. It probably is a spicy take, but nobody else is making the take, and I have to do it, so... Yeah, I feel just like how it is. the reputation of 3 is... Yeah, it's fine, I guess. I don't know, there's too many of these fucking things now. I don't care anymore. No, it's the best one. I, I feel like that's how people reacted to 3. I think I think that's probably true, and like Bloodborne had come out right before that, so yeah. I think people are more excited about that. I think I'm going to go back and try and play Bloodborne again after this for like the 20th time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, that I, I have been playing this run of Dark Souls 3 without a shield, which is not something I usually do. Oh, yeah, interesting. Because um, I had pumped up Strength a bunch. Um, I had put all my points into strength, and then I got into the poison swamp, and I was like, this is a terrible idea. What did I do this for? Yeah. Um, and then I found some um, punch. I found a punch glove that's on fire, and I was like, wow, I'm just going to use this forever. Um, and that's been going great. Just been punching, dodging, being being MLG pro gamer. Great. You don't need any health if you don't get hit. That's true. And tapping my head on that one. Shh. <laughs> Uh yeah, so I, it's been it's been good. I'm playing the DLC for the first time. I don't know how I got the DLC, but I did. Huh. Um. So I've been playing through those. The there's one that's like the painted world. Uh, and that one was pretty cool. It's a big frost area, a lot of snow. Huh. Um. And then the second one is called the Ringed City, and I it's fucking hard. I don't like it. That's <laughs> weird. Um. Yeah. So Dark Souls three still good. Still good. Nice. Uh, if you want to fight me over what your favorite Dark Souls is, uh, feel free, I guess. But I'm probably not going to listen to you. Um, I, th- I think right now I'm at, it's either, I still have a lot of, like, fondness for the first one, but it might be Sekiro for me. Oh, I guess, yeah, Sekiro's pretty good. I think Dark Souls 3 is probably better than it. But That's fair. I, yeah, and I know, like, you didn't love Sekiro as much as I did. There's a lot of, yeah, I got some problems with Sekiro that we've already discussed on this very podcast, I'm sure. That's true. Uh, well, we were discussed them on our last podcast. This is a totally different one. Mm, yeah, right. This is different. <laughs> right. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so if you want to hear me talk about Sekiro, I'm sure there's an episode with Sekiro in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you can find our old podcast anymore, though. Yeah, impossible to find. Um, and then, what else have I been doing? I've just been, just been vibing, been reading books. Um, friend of the show, August, came by the apartment. We played some board games. Uh, they were visiting from uh, Arizona. That was tight. Um, played one called Clank about robbing treasure from oh, yeah. a yeah, I played that castle. Yeah, it's a very cool game. I liked it a lot. Uh, and then one, I think it was called Eon's End. Uh, it's about being a mage and closing a portal and casting spells and shit. Also pretty cool. Both They're both... Um, well, Clank is more a competitive deck builder, and then Aeon's End is a cooperative deck builder. So, just very cool games. Um, played another one called Role Player, which is kind of a dice building game, which was pretty cool. Mm. Um, sounds all good. This, yeah. this, is a, this is a good time. Uh, play anything else? I think that's it. Uh, it. Mostly, I spent a lot of time reading. Got through Words of Radiance. I'm in Oathbringer. 
for for your Stormlight Archive update. I'm still only like 25 uh, pages deep, or pages, chapters deep into Oathbringer, so I need to... I, I have no doubt those are good books. I feel like Stormlight is maybe the most boring title I've heard in a long time. Eh, you know, it's it's just a thing in the world of that. Sure. It just seems yeah. like two, two words just smushed, you know? No, totally. It is kind of... There, listen... Luke, do you like proper nouns? Uh, you know, sure. How much How much do you like proper nouns? Like, the normal amount, I guess. Okay. Now, the thing is, that book is made of... This series <laughs> is made of proper nouns. It fucking slaps. Uh-huh. <laughs> and what I'm asking is, do you like Destiny? Because <laughs> it's like that level. Alright, alright. It's good. Um, those are, those are good books. I need to, I'm, I was ahead of everybody for a little bit there. Now I'm behind everybody. So I got to get caught Mm. up. Need to finish that. Next one's coming out in November and there's like six more after that one too. So it's fucked up. You can't just write that many words. Um, those books are too long. Those books are all, they're each over a thousand pages long. That is a lot of pages. It's a lot of pages. It's too many pages. If you're going to write 10 books. That's 10,000 pages. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a lot. Anyway. Um, I'm sorry, Jackson just understood Mr. <laughs> Rossetti's name in 2020. I'm- yeah. <laughs> I just saw that. His name is Rossetti. His name is Rossetti. <laughs> like... His name is Rossetti. It's in his name. <laughs> I get Phoenix down, but Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. Rossetti. Reset- <laughs> we should probably cut this out. We should. I don't know. We, we <laughs> could, we, whatever. I don't give a shit. You guys want to talk about Spy Kids 3? This is not. No. I'm going to really? all of you right now. This is not going to be a long episode. Like... Th- Here's the thing about Spy Kids 3, is that for the first hour, nothing happens. And then a couple things happen after that. Yeah. And then nothing happens again. I just, I think it's really bold that they turned Spy Kids 3D into the movie adaptation of Toontown Online. (sighs) Yeah. Um... I like the, let's let uh, let us begin. This is episode three of Reprise Kids. Um, we watched Spy Kids 3D. Yes. If you do, if you could game not figure over. it out, Spy Kids 3D game over. Game over. Um, we open with Junie. He has quit the OSS. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this is the most interesting part of the movie because <laughs> <laughs> he's just going around like. He's saying for five bucks per case, he will come investigate what is going on in your world. He'll just come check it out. He's checking out a water park, and he walks up to a girl, and she's like, why is all the water gone? And he's like, I figured it out. It's because it's the fucking winter, you dipshit. Yeah. Um, And then she's like, wow, what do you mean? Like, they turn it off in the winter. And she's like, pray tell, who do you mean by they? Um, and he's like, the people who own the water park. <laughs> like, go, come on. But he says it, the people who really own the water park. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> you thought you own this? 
<laughs> um, so he's he's his whole situation is that he's been looking for um, jobs. OSS been calling him to do stuff, but he keeps putting them on. He's just like read read the message, just leave it. Um, keeps yeah, telling him alone. Carmen in months. I <laughs> apparently like almost like a year. Yeah. I my recollection of this movie uh-huh. back when I was young. I remembered him being by himself being a more dramatic thing than it is. <laughs> he's just kind of being a shit. Like, when it comes down to it, he's just not interacting with his family. I remembered it being much more dramatic than that. Uh-huh. But it's not. Um, somebody who's definitely not Sylvester Sloan is pitching his new video game called Game Over. Um, and they're, it's going to come online tonight. It's an MMO. And he has been saving up his money to buy it. Um, and he looks over and he's like, you know, some things are more important than games. He's about to go give his piggy bank to the Helping Hands charity location just across the street from the video game store. And then the Sylvester Stallone on the TV is like, by the way, if you beat level five of my video game, um, then you get to win untold riches. You know, I did miss that the newscaster guy was also Sylvester Stallone. He's also Sylvester Stallone! Yep. How yeah. did he do this? <laughs> like, in the... In the story, he should not be capable of doing this. Um, go ahead and walk me through why he should be incapable of doing this. I'd love to hear you explain the yeah, circumstances I guess that's true. of he's Sylvester just, Stallone. I don't understand how he's captured. They don't really get into it. I mean, he exists in the digital world. He can make a video file. Yeah, I guess. Where is he trapped? You think that cyberspace? he would have a better, better mustache if it was cyberspace? True. That's his, the best his one he fake can mustache model. keeps falling off. Yeah. Where is where is the toy maker captured? Cyberspace. What does that mean? It means the space that is cyber. Damn it, Ashley. I was going to drag it out way more than that. Nah, we're getting done with this quick. <laughs> yeah, fuck this. <laughs> Everybody, when I when I had told people we were doing the Spy Kids movies for uh, this podcast, uh-huh. everyone was like, wow, you guys got to get to three. That's the good one. And now I'm wondering... What the fuck is wrong with everybody online? <laughs> like, what, what, you have not seen this movie since you were a child, clearly. Like, that, I think that's probably yes. what this is. I, this is so weird, because I feel like we are somewhat flipped from normal, where I've been kind of lukewarm on these movies. And I'm not saying I like this movie. I, I don't see how it's materially worse than the first two. You are and you are a crazy person. You are an insane person. <laughs> the first two movies are genuinely like kind-hearted movies about family. And they're like they're not fancy and there's like not a lot to it, but they are like cute stories for kids about yeah. like having a family. Right. This movie is nothing. No, it's about his relationship with his grandpa. No, it's not. It absolutely it's about nothing. is. Well, they maybe should have put more than two sentences about that in there then. That's, like, the whole thing of it. It's... No. Fuck that. Like, it's what is supposed to be the whole thing of it, but, like, they don't do enough... Right, if it was supposed to be about... If this was supposed to be 
a movie about Junie and his grandpa. They can do that. However, they can't spend the first 50 minutes not doing it and uh-huh. then have Junie and grandpa talk to each other for two minutes and then the movie's over. Mm. I don't know. I guess we'll see as we go. He like, okay, fucking <laughs> Romero sent Junie two little mini sharks to keep as pets. Yeah. Um, that's part of this. So like everybody, all the villains, they still keep it up with Junie cause they're all, they're all friends now. Yeah. Well, I guess Romero was never a villain. Um, Ralph is back. He's going to write a thank you note to Romero. Shouts out to Ralph, still the realest one. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and the little spider monkey is there, too. Um, he gets... Oh, I'm sorry. What is this girl's name? Gertie. I don't fucking remember. Gertie? Yeah, yeah it's Gertie. Gertie comes to visit him um, and says some shit about how everyone is his family now. Okay, now this fuck? one I'll give you. That's not a theme they develop at all. No. Well, they could. They're lit. They could do it, but they don't. You're right. You know what, Luke? You're right. In this movie, they could have done anything with any theme, <laughs> no, and then they I... just don't. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, there are bits where, like, oh, if there was 10% more, like, connecting all of these moments. Because, like, right before, like we said, he just got the message from Romero, and he's going to go meet Donovan. And, like, if they did just a little more to, like, thread through the idea that, like, oh, every character from the last two movies is, like... A part of his life now or whatever, you know? <laughs> but they don't. They just have this one awkward line. Yeah. Like, it, it just makes, like, everyone is your favorite. It's like, what? <laughs> the, yeah. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> also, Donovan should not be part of his family. No. <laughs> no. Um. Donovan still seems like he extremely sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are we going to that? Are we going straight to... Let's just go straight to that. So well, George Junie Clooney showed up. In. I guess we should, you know... Oh, right. George Clooney, President Devlin, he's the president now. Yeah. Um, because he, he got sick up. of, like... He's like, oh, yeah, I was in charge of the OSS and had all the power, but no one knew who I was, and now I'm the president, and it's less as cool of a job, but people know my face now. Yeah, it's all about, like, reality or perception. <laughs> yeah, you get it? They say those no. words, but they sure don't mean anything. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> um, so, Judy gets called in. Um, it turns out Carmen had wanted his help for a specific mission about going into the world of Game Over to try and help shut it down. Because, you know what? Kids are spending too much time playing video games, and they will not be able to give their parents any attention if they start playing game over yeah uh-huh. and also something about their minds being trapped in there but mostly the first part yeah mostly the first part and, and i do have to say it it's because you be on that phone it's because they be on that phone the fo- uh-huh. do not let them have that phone um junie sees um don again and is like hey have you been good did your wife beat the shit out of you did your wife give you the strap or not and then his <laughs> wife, Selma Hayek, turns around and says, yeah, I gave it to him. You know what it is. Uh, he, it is really weird. It is a really suggestive scene. <laughs> Very bad. Don't like it. He's I mean, like, shout right. out to Selma Hayek, but fuck this yeah. guy. Uh, like... Judy's like, you've been a good boy lately. He's like, oh, yes, I've been very good. Uh, he's like, oh, Mrs. Giggles must have straightened you out. She's like, oh, I did. And she's like, yes, she's been very firm with me. Yeah, he's like, like, she really worked me over, Judy. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop. I got fucked so hard I became a good guy. Like Did barely. <laughs> I mean, he's not trying to kill anybody. Yeah. Anyway. Carmen is in the Carmen's stuck in the simulation. Her body is here at OSS, but she can't hear anybody, can't do anything because her brain is stuck inside the video game. Um, and they're gonna send Junie in to go fix this whole situation and find Carmen. Um and the OSS lets him know the way to shut it down is by getting to level five. The aforementioned level five, however, it is an unwinnable level. If you get there, all you get is your brain stopped. I guess. Yeah. You yeah. get brainwashed because if you control the kids, you could control the future. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We've had like in a normal movie, in the opening act, you will have a seemingly, you know, relatively uh, banal conversation that, like, seeds the uh, themes of the film, and it'll develop as you go, and it'll all circle back to it. There's been, like, five different versions of that line delivered in this movie already. And also weird how none of them involve his grandfather. Well, everyone's family. You can't fucking. His grandpa's part of everyone. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Okay, I'm just gonna say this now. Did anyone else think that the villain was gonna be the grandfather's brother, or was that just me? I think that was just you. I think that was just you. Okay. I mean, they could have gone that way. I I could see it. They could have, but they already did the thing where like the the guy's brother doesn't like him, but then gets turned around. That was that was part of the first movie. Wait, was it? That was Machete. Oh, yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, where he's he doesn't like Gregorio. Yeah, okay, you know what? Spy Kids 1 is better, you're right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, hey, did you guys remember this movie was in 3D? Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> because... <laughs> I, I forgot for a second or two, can they remind me? <laughs> Here's the thing about like watching this now on Netflix or whatever... Is that there are all of these sequences that are meant to be, you know, shown off for, like, the 3D tech they're doing. Right. And, like... Don't call it tech. This is shit from, like, the 50s. <laughs> you fucking get it. Um, But, yeah, there's, like, you know, all this stuff. And, like, there are extended sequences. This is less of a movie and more of, like, hey, I wanted to do a 3D thing. <laughs> I yeah, wanted to make a really long 3D video with very loose plot threads he had like three different ideas for a sequel and instead of picking one he uh just mashed them all together and also mashed in his idea uh of a failed pitch for like a uh dark ride at a movie uh an amusement park yeah yes Junie tries Uh, to Junie gets put in the game and tries to cyclically communicate with carmen it does not work uh what were you gonna say ashley i'm sorry I was just gonna say that, like, my overall review of my one sense review is this is if Speed Racer was as bad as everyone thought it was gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Um, we see a kid fight off some toads that are riding pogo sticks while he's trying to pick up some coins. This game and is like a goddamn nightmare. It is. <laughs> and also, he goes like, oh, pogo frogs. Like, that's something that's just normal. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's not like this is even the sequel to anything. Well, but, you know, he's been watching the trailers. He saw the yeah. announcement at E3. He knows the Pogo Frogs. Yeah, he knows what it's all about. 
He's got the whole game over wrap memorized. Oh, right. There's a part yeah. where Pogo Frog hits the camera lens and cracks it. Yes. Like, yeah, there's, and, there's a lot of that. And then um, there's a whole sequence where the uh, the kid is finding the Pogo Frogs and they just keep on shooting their tongues at the camera. Yeah. Yes. This and whole fucking bit looks like part of Nick Arcade. Yes. I mean, that's what the movie is. It's just yeah. a really, really long episode of Nick Arcade with none of the trivia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but is this Arnold the coolest kid in the world? Arnold, well, I don't think Arnold's so. No, this is the cool tough one. He's kid. the strong one. Yeah. No, I know Arnold is supposed to be the strong one, but he's actually the coolest one. Is he the coolest one? He's got those shades. He does have those shades. You are right about that. Yes. He does have the Christian shades. <laughs> God. I do kind of love that in this shitty video game, you have to collect coins, but you don't like. They don't, like, go away when you pick them up. You just have to hold a stack of pancake-sized <laughs> coins. You have a backpack full of them. Yeah. Um, so, Junie sees that kid jump off, and, like, Arnold had stolen a pogo frog's, like, he just latched on and jumped out with him. Yeah. Um, and Junie was like, oh, cool idea, I'll do that. And then he just ends up on some other kid's pogo stick, and the other guy's like, yo, fuck you. And then pulls out some kind of, like, claw from his armor that makes Junie T-pose. Yeah. <laughs> and then throws him down a hole, and then he takes one damage. Yeah, you get nine HP in this game, and if you hit zero, you never get to play the game again. Yeah. This is like that Steam game where if you died, you could never play it again. <laughs> God. It's like that like old story about speaking of Hideo Kojima where he wanted to make a game that if you died in it, uh the disc like destroyed itself in your PlayStation. That would be amazing. Yeah. It's still still a crazy story. Yeah. Um so Junie meets a robot that tells him that time flies when he's playing games and he had twelve hours to do this mission before and now he only has four. I don't know what this is supposed to mean other than he got knocked out for eight hours. <laughs> yeah, why didn't they just start him with the four-hour time limit? <laughs> it's so dumb, and, like... Because they needed that one minute of padding. This is already a movie that is, like, literally 75 minutes long. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's, like... And it happens, like, later where it's, like, oh, there's, like, a weird thing of, like, time doesn't work the same in the game worlds. Right. I guess. Where, like... But, like, also, it only comes up for, like, when it's important. And I, when I say important, I mean <laughs> when they need to spend a minute. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, he rides, like, a wave of goop up to the first level of Bubsy. Yep, he does that. And then um, he gets tricked by some kids into punching a target. These kids will uh, be a recurring. Right, uh, they're the supporting the cast. Yeah. Um, one of them is named Rez. One of them is Arnold. I do not remember the third one's name. I was about He's supposed to, s- to be the smart one, but, yeah. like, no. <laughs> no. I was about to be like, I will give a dollar to anybody who can name any of these characters. And you know what? Glad I didn't say it. Yeah, I was going to say, give me $2, motherfucker. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, so, the year... Uh, Junie is saying, oh, these kids are beta testers. They're already in the game. That's not how... All right. Um, but sure, I guess they're still in there, still doing beta tests. Um, and... Like, it almost feels like they, he actually needs, like, QA testers also, because he's like, 
Like, yeah, we've been, like, playing this game for, like, all of this to, like, find, like, shit. Yeah. Well, it might be a thing where, like, it's a closed beta, you know, and it's it's yeah, very yeah. much like, hey, yeah. this shit's gonna break, and you gotta give us error reports. Yep. Um, but Junie's like, okay, I need any information you guys could give me. I could give you these cool bonus packs that I was given. Um, and they're like, yo, you need to check the fucking tech manual. If you use this shit, you're gonna get booted out of the game, and they break them right in front of him. And they're like, anyway, if you want to get to level two, just go punch this target. It'll send you straight to the moon. And he's like, all right, cool, I'll go do that. And then they're like, hey, 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 dumb kid, send to the moon. <laughs> you know, it, it, it is an oft-repeated uh, observation about the nature of cinema that truly it is the most dreamlike of our art forms. And perhaps that has never been captured better than in <laughs> Spy Kids 3D Game Over. Because... You accurately summarizing the plot of this film sounds like a child describing a dream. Yeah. (laughs) I bet we could go on IMDb right now, put in in the trivia section uh, that this was inspired by a dream that the uh, that Robert Rodriguez had. Or that his kid had that he explained to him over breakfast. Uh Uh-huh. And he was like, I'll make that a movie, and no one would ever catch it. Yep. <laughs> um, so, Junie ends up on the moon. He took some damage getting there. Um, and then he turns around. One of the, like, robots comes and find him. And he's like, hey, you got a message from the OSS. Do you accept? And Junie's like, okay, sure. Um, and then they ask him... Hey, we can um, also bring in one of your, like, one person, any person you pick uh, from the world to bring in this game. Um, and Junie's like, okay, give me a readout of all my family members. <laughs> um, and they scroll through, like, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa. And then he decides, okay, uh, you know, he, um, grandpa, he, his energy, uh-huh. because he doesn't use his legs has been diverted back up into his upper body, so he's probably very strong. I want to pick him. It which is... is uh, okay, that's not how that works at all, but sure. It is like the most batshit version of the old fucking cliche nonsense about like, oh, you've lost one sense, so all your others are stronger. Yeah. It's like that processed through child dream logic. Yes. Yes. Um. So Grandpa gets teleported into the game, and he's like, hey, Junie, where am I? And Junie's like, in a video game. This is giantbomb.com. <laughs> um, there's a power-up called Super Legs. Grandpa asks uh, Junie to give it to him. Um, and Grandpa reveals, yeah, I've been chasing the toy maker for 30 years. Yeah, it the Super be. Legs give him power armor so he can like walk without his wheelchair. Yeah. So, okay, cool, sure, whatever. I guess guess we'll do this. Um, Grandpa is, like, chasing a butterfly around the moon. Uh Uh-huh. Now that he can walk. Um, And he's like, Junie, just fucking leave me here. I got shit to do. I'll find you I gotta catch this butterfly. And, like, for the rest of the movie, like, apparently this butterfly is a secret camera, I guess. Yes. But, like, also... The dude can see anyone ev- anywhere, so like it doesn't yeah, actually I, matter. Really a point I to did that. not connect that the butterfly was a camera at all. Did you not? Nope. Damn. Okay. 
Some real Dr. Rossetti shit in here. Yeah, some real Rossetti shit on here. Now, hold on. You said Dr. Rossetti just now, and I think... Dr. Rossetti has a doctorate in yelling. (laughs) He's like, Um, We see Sylvester Stallone, the toy maker, and... Guys, I think he might suck, too. Yeah. I don't think he's any good in this movie. Like, it's not Mm. even funny. Here's the thing. I kind of like Sylvester Stallone as the toy maker. I yes. really, really, really don't like Sylvester Stallone as the hippie or the doctor or the Nazi. Yes, it's just not good. <laughs> it's like, boring it, and annoying. I and get, that is their joke. I get that. Like, the idea is they needed someone for him to bounce off of. Right, and the idea is he's been, uh, like, isolated in cyberspace for so long that uh, he's created, like, personality duplicates of himself so he can have someone to talk to. Yes. But they suck, and they're boring. They suck, and they're boring. He doesn't say anything funny. Like, it's just... It's just not good. Yeah. Junie finds a robot fighting arena, um, gets conscripted to fight his robot. He gets, a, like, a power suit... Um, and the mechanic guy is like, hey, if you win without getting the shit beat out of you, I'll get some extra points. So go get him, champ. Um, and he fights a girl named Demetra, who also has a big robot. I did not miss anything by su- by glossing over this, right? I don't no. think so. That's like the whole thing. They have a long fight sequence that is meant to show off the 3D stuff again. Um, uh, Demetra will be an important character because she is girl. Because she's girl. She's yeah. girl. Not sure if you guys have heard of this before. <laughs> um, Junie gets the absolute shit beat out of him Like for two full rounds uh-huh. And then there's like a third round Where Junie like gets up And finally figures out how to work the robot And then he runs around for like a minute And then he wins I guess So Like whenever Junie does something It does like 20 times more damage Than the girl doing anything does to him Right Which Well I mean you- like that's just like you know The guys have more upper body strength Oh boy <laughs> Right, yeah, it's just not fair. The game's probably just coded that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not like bias, it's just how it's just realistic. Why does she have a girl robot? Also. <laughs> Cause she girl. Yeah. Because that's her character is girl. <laughs> yeah, her character is just girl. Um so Junie wins, the mechanic tells him to keep the power suit and then shoots him back off to Earth. Um, Sylvester Stallone talks to himself a little bit more about how he wants to leave the simulation. Um, and then Junie shows up at a race course where all the other kids are and they're like, hey, wait a minute. Are you the guy? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, think, I think you're the guy. It turns out the, the whole guy. time this game was actually I want to be the guy. This game is I want to be the guy. Um, and... They, like, look at him, and they compare him to the guy in the Game Over logo, and they're yeah. like, you know what? I think that's the guy. Um, They're gonna so, say the guy so many fucking times. Yeah, the guy from the poster. You're that guy. It does kind of look like him. But... I think when I watched this, I was trying to be open-minded and be like, oh, you didn't like the first two very much, and Ashley and Molly did, and uh, I didn't love it or anything, but you enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, try try to 
be open-minded about this and enjoy it, you know, and, and you know, come at it with a fair hand. And hearing that you two hate it, and I'm now, like, re-watching it as we talk about it with fresh eyes. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what a piece of garbage. It's bad. It's not good. I'm sorry, everyone. I know you were excited for us to talk about this, but it's bad. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> sorry you like the bad movie. Like, I um, think there is something to, there is a degree to just how, like, batshit it is in a way that, like, it's not good, but it's like, they, they're they're going for it, huh? Huh. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. There's just, this part is, everybody thinks Junie's the guy, Junie says, I, that's not me, I'm not the guy, and they're like, well, if you are the guy, let's do this mega race, uh, and then if you win, you'll be the guy, and he's like, uh, okay, I guess. And then we have a very long race sequence that's very boring. Yeah. I, like some... I told uh, Molly at this point when I was watching that this is like a movie with only pod race scenes. <laughs> it's, they keep doing like very minimal setup and then doing action sequences. Like that's what this movie is. Like all of the game part of this movie, that's what that is. And even the end of the movie yeah, it's just it's just a little bit of setup, and then a bunch of action set pieces, and like they're not interesting. Yeah. Um, Ashley, did we do a question post? I did. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Um, so they start the race. A lot of goofy shit. There's a girl who's definitely not Demetra in this race. Yeah. Um, do you guys have anything to say about it? I'm trying to think. I think the funniest joke about this movie is that it exists. <laughs> God. <laughs> um I I have nothing to say about this race. Like I yeah. watched it. Um Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the grandpa's there and he's got kind of a wheelchair car even though he doesn't need a wheelchair right now. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. Junie wins the race at the end of it. Yeah, Junie wins the race, and now they think he's the guy. Um, Grandpa says, "Hey, it's probably a good thing that they think you're the guy. We can use them to get your sister back. Like, um, just hang out and see what happens." They move on to the next area. It's like a machine city or something. Yeah, um, but, but now they, the programmers. Yeah, they encounter the programmers with a Z. Very yeah. important that we remember the Z. Um, I I did have subtitles on, and they do when they yes. he said, "Oh, like they caught attention to the programmers with the Z." I was like, "Oh, he hit it." <laughs> Real but, gamer shit. Yeah, they look like Matrix dorks. Yes, and they like are about to catch Junie and Demetra because they're looking at a map of the game, which is apparently cheating. Um and. Junie calls for his grandpa, and Demetri's like, can you at least pretend to be the guy? Like, for real? This is what we're doing? Like, for a second. Like, for one minute, could you be cool? Um, And he's like, no. But then grandpa comes in and beats up the... Well, he grabs both of the programmers, and then they use some kind of beam on them to make them reveal their true forms, which is nerds. Yeah. 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 This movie yeah. has the thing a lot of like video game movies made by old people have, <laughs> which is that the only possible people who will ever play video games are gigantic nerds. 
Yeah. Like, stereotypical pocket protector. Extremely. Like, khaki pants uh, and button-up, like, shirts and never girls. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but what about, kn- what about girl? Well, we'll get to girl. We'll get to girl. Oh, wait. I forgot about girl's deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So... I don't know what the toy maker wants to keep encouraging these kids to move deeper into the game. Right. I guess, but they're already motivated to do that. So he like gives them a life pack and they're all like, holy shit, a health, a health upgrade. Like you, I never seen one of these in the wild. Um, and Junie's like, okay, well I'll grab it. And then he looks at Dimitri and he's like, well, I actually knocked you down to like three out of nine life earlier. So you can have it. And she's like, I don't want it. And he's like, okay, great. I'm going to give it to you anyway. Um, <laughs> and then does that. Um, Cause he's a nice boy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he's like, I, I owe you back for the robot fighting arena. So let me do this. He's like okay. crushing on her. And I want to know what happened to the president's daughter. What happened to the president's daughter, Junie? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the same girl who was at the water park? No. No. It's that wasn't the president's daughter? No. No. Okay. The uh, the the former president's daughter. That's true. That is true. Damn. He a- after he uh, uh left and the OSS and George Clooney became the president, he didn't want to fuck that anymore. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Don't know why I put it like that. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> that was probably bad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> so, uh, they move on, um, to some kind of, like, there's a fighting arena thing where Junie asks Arnold, hey, why are you in the game anyway? And Arnold's like, to get my family out of poverty, which is like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. He, like, takes off his glasses and he's like, I need to get my family out of poverty. Yeah, and then like, they're you know, like, this is real. now... You, Judy, has to fight Arnold to the death. Yeah, like, they are forced to fight each other because the game asks, like, which one of you is the best at playing this? And then they're like, I guess the guy. And then Arnold's like, and then it's like, which one of you is the strongest? And it's Arnold. So he gets on the platform. And the game's like, okay, now you have to fight each other. And, like, whoever loses gets an immediate game over. Mm-hmm. Um, So there is some fighting before eventually Judy gets knocked down to .5 life. Um, by Arnold and Demetra tags him out of the fight. Sure, um, I I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I skipped this entire scene because I was <laughs> so bored. Yeah. You know, I don't blame you because it was boring. I mm, it really yes, I I never knew that Ready Player One was a remake of Spy Kids Three. <laughs> <laughs> now now, yeah. Let's not do this. No, I'm They're what? both equally bad. <laughs> I a lot of people when like Ready Player One came out, like were making jokes where it's like oh like remember like the true greatest version of this and with like I and it's like I I'm the guy. And it's like, no, this is <laughs> it, this still sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Is this around yeah. the point where they introduce the idea of a false guy? Uh, yes. There, uh, the smart kid checks the tech manual and says, "Listen, 
the tech manual speaks of a deceiver who will who will not lead us to the to the prize. It might actually be after we get Carmen back, which happens immediately after this, because the toy maker just decides, hey, you guys can have Carmen. Right, um, right. And they find Carmen there immediately. Um, they go to Lava Mountain because it's a shortcut to uh, level five. Um, there's a joke about how there's no lava in Halo, and in Metroid, there's only molten magma, not lava. Um, right, and- yeah. So th- what is baffling about that line is the implication that somebody who wrote dialogue for this movie has played a video game. Also, that they don't know Molten Magma is lava. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I, I think he went to his kid's, like, shelf and saw two games. Uh-huh. Right. And, like, that's the end of that thought. Like, he just saw that's two it. games and was like, yep. That's it. Because That's Super it. Metroid absolutely has lava in it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, Luke, I, I think you misheard. It was molten magma. But it's, like, very runny and liquidy. I th- I don't think it's magma. It's just, literally you know, just red-tinted water that hurts you until you weird. got that heat suit. So you got the heat suit, you gotta have the heat suit. Gotta have that heat suit. Anyway. Then you can um, fight Ridley. All- is that how you fight Ridley? I've never played the original Metroid. I think I don't remember. It's been a long time. Um, they say it's going to be very difficult to get to that place because they would have to go through the lava area. Um, and Junie's like looking at the map, and he's like, "Why? Aren't, why won't you guys go? Like, all we have to do is lead them across." Um, and then they send some monsters after them to make them go over the lava. Um, that's, that's what spurs them to action. And then a lava monster pops up because OSS is like, yo, why are they off course? Like the, the toy makers trying to lead them to the lair. Um, which I don't understand why that's a bad thing. That's where the game turnoff switch is clearly. I think the idea is that they have two different ways they can go. Junie's mission is to, to turn off the game and they're worried that his grandpa who has a history with the toy maker, which ins- they didn't know. Right. Also. Yeah, like, they said, like, oh, yeah, we put him in cyberspace. We have no idea why. It was too long ago. Right, yeah, because the, what we eventually find out at some point is that his grandpa was the one to apprehend the toy maker and put him in cyberspace. But in the process, he uh, suffered the injury that took away the use of his legs. And that's, you know, and it's like, oh, no, he's going to like ruin the mission because he's going to go try to get revenge about his legs instead of doing the mission. He's going to let the toy maker free so he can kill him, but he won't be able to kill him. Ah, ah. Oh no. That's uh, that, that that is the grandpa story of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys like lava surfing? You like surfing? I mean, do that for a little bit here. Okay. Um, OSS is like, yo, fuck this. They have to they have to get hit by this lava monster because we need to eject them all from the game. If they all get a game over, then we could just leave the toy maker in there and I guess just let all of these children get mind mind controlled. I guess that would be fine. Yeah, and like apparently OSS can impact the game. Yes, yeah, they can make things happen it. in the game. Yeah. None of none of this movie works. No, it doesn't. Um, they make their way inside this cave, 
Um, yeah, because it turns out the lava is cold. <laughs> yeah, it's not hot lava, it's cold lava, very safe. It's just Dr. Pepper. It's just Dr. Pepper, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Grandpa goes missing, um, and they are about to go into level five when they realize that Junie is not the guy. Um, he's then, not even capable of being the guy. They had a guy, but now he's gone. He's not the guy. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, he's not the guy. Um, and then, do you know who shows up? It's the guy. It's Elijah Wood. He's the guy. Elijah Wood just shows up. He just shows up. It's great. This is the only good part of this movie. Sorry. (laughs) I also still did not like it. (laughs) Ashley didn't like it. I thought it was funny. Um, he shows up and he's like, Hey, I'm the guy. And you know what? There are riches behind that door. And we're all going to fuck it up together. If we work together, got to use each other's strengths, cover each other's weaknesses. Like, if we work as a team, we can beat this game. Um, and they're like, wow, okay, that was a really inspiring speech. We should do this together. And then he opens the door to level five, walks two feet in, and then just gets murked. <laughs> immediately. Immediately annihilated. I thought it was a pretty good joke. It's an all right goof. It's a pretty good goof. Maybe at this point I was just... And it yeah. went to zero. Uh, maybe at this point, I was just extremely, like, bummed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I can't blame you for that. But I like, think part of why I didn't mind this movie so much is I kind of fell asleep during the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a real, a much better experience. <laughs> uh, like, I wasn't quite asleep, so I, I knew everything that was happening, but I was asleep enough. Yeah. Um, Anyway, Demetra's an e-girl. <laughs> yeah, Demetra's an e- Demetra's a fake gamer girl. She's a fake game girl. Literally. She's made of data. Uh, she does I, not give Junie the ability to do any data drains, so this movie fucking sucks. I was thinking about what if I managed to get... To pause the movie at the right time so the number in Elijah Woods thing just says 69. <laughs> I think they cut away during the 60s. Oh, the cowards. Yeah. Um, she says that, like, Demetra and Carmen have a fight, and Carmen's like, hey, Junie, she's not a real girl. Like, yeah. she's she's a program. And she's, she's a like, catfish. no, but I love her. Um, I love her because her girl. Because girl. <laughs> um, they go... And Carmen, like, reveals this about her. The toy maker tries to trap them all in the game with big robots. Grandpa turns off the game. Um, but he also freed the toy maker. Um, surprise everybody. Yeah. Uh, and then Demetra has a change of heart at the end because she feels bad for misleading Junie and holds the door open for them to leave. Uh, and then they escape the game. Right. Judy knows that a heart boys, can live anywhere, even in data. Yeah, even in data. Um all the all the other boys give Carmen their email addresses. They're like, yo, if you you ain't busy, hit me up. Uh just in case you want this, here you go. And she's like, Okay. Um, and then we have the first moment where Grandpa and Junie talk to each other for real. Like, Junie's like, hey, we gotta go. And Grandpa's like, I don't really want to because you look at me in here like I'm a superhero. Like, I could still use my legs in here. I'm like, I, I feel like more of a person. And 
Junie's like, well, no, even in the real world, you're like a superhero to me, Grandpa. That's why I wanted you to come in here with me. Um, and it's it's a nice moment. Um, yeah. yeah, and that's it. But what they I'm go- saying, okay, listen, this is a bad movie. I'm not trying to argue otherwise. But it's like he he calls the grandpa in because he's like, oh, grandpa's cool. He can help me. And the grandpa fucking loves to be in here. He gets to do cool shit. They have, like, all these shitty action scenes, like, the ostensible emotional through line of them is that Junie and grandpa are bonding because grandpa is having a hoot and a holler, like, being able to do good shit. And it's like, oh, grandpa, you're so cool. Oh, I love you, Junie. I help I help you fight these nerds. Oh, but, but I don't want to go not... back to real world. But it's not expressed. Until over an hour into the movie. It's not explicitly expressed, but that is what's happening. No. They're just doing shit. (laughs) There's... You are... You are reading into Spy Kids 3 really hard. (laughs) I'm not saying it's well done. I... I... The fact that you even think it is there is crazy to me. (laughs) There's nothing. There's there's a whisper of something. You heard a door creak. <laughs> there's nothing there. There's very there's little no there. There's no substance. There's zero. There's not None. enough there. I'll give you that. There, there is not enough there to call it a theme. Uh, n- no. It's a theme. No, fuck that. If you don't get to your theme for the first hour of the movie, you fucked it up. You did no, it terribly, it, and it's not a theme of your movie. They did get to it right away, within like 10, 15 minutes. They just didn't say it out loud. That's not... Okay, but that's not what he says. He's not like, wow, I could give my grandpa the ability to walk again in here, and he's really cool, and I like him. No, he comes up with some bullshit, some nonsense yeah, science shit. he's a stupid little kid, but like, the real read, like... Yeah, because he's a dumb little kid who's going to come with dumb little kid reasons. He really just wants to hang out with his grandpa. Right. Hanging out with your grandpa's fine. It's not about like him being like, wow, I really love my grandpa and see him as a superhero. No, I'm not. I, uh. <laughs> well, I think what Luke is arguing is that like him seeing him as a superhero is something that he gets over the course of the movie. Well, no, I'm not even saying that. I am saying... <laughs> I feel like you're not engaging with my analysis of Spy Kids 3 in good faith. Okay. I'm saying it's just about, you know, these movies are about family, like a worse version of Fast and Furious. And it's just about, he loves his grandpa and he wants to spend time with his grandpa. And his grandpa is like, uh, at the end here... He's like, oh, you only love me in this video game because I'm a cool guy in the video game. And Junie's like, no, I always love you, Grandpa. That's that's it. It's not that deep. <laughs> I just... If that is what it was supposed to be, like, I just don't think that the idea, oh, he has his upper body is super strong because he can't use his legs is, like, a good way to show him bringing him into the game that way. I agree. <laughs> And also, like, we've already, I guess, like, we've already expressed that Judy loves his grandpa from the f- from the second movie. Right. Like, we know that. That's fine. Right, right. But it is not the theme of this one. Ah, oh, sure it is. And, like, 
I don't think that the moment of him helping Junie in the like races and stuff. Yeah. Um is like hammers home well enough that uh like that he is like bonding with the grandpa. Sure. The grandpa seems more like a helper character in a video game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or yes. Or like a tutorial character. Yes. Then like... Right, like he's barely a character in this movie. Sure, everyone's barely a character in this movie. It's a bad movie. Yeah. I, I just, I get like what you're trying We're to like say. We're like arguing about whether this movie is an F or a D minus. I know. <laughs> well, we gotta put it in our ranking at the end. <laughs> Do we have a ranking? <laughs> no, I just thought it'd be funny. <laughs> I mean, to it's say just that. one, two, three, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um. Did you I, have I, anything I, else, Ashley? No, I posted that uh, Spike at three uh, discussion getting heated, and someone replied with uh, Spike at three discourse. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, so, they're like, hey, did you guys shut down the game right instead of wrong? And did you let the toy maker out? And Grandpa's like, I had to do it. Grandpa's like, I had to do it because I have to beat his ass, bro. He doesn't say that. He just says, yeah, I had to let him out because if you keep him in there, he's just going to keep doing this shit. And, like, he has to be stopped in the real world. And they're like, no, we can't do that. That's not, that's not what we agreed to. Um, so... Uh, the toy maker. We have that moment where um, George Clooney pretends to be Sylvester Stallone. Uh huh. And you know what? It's not even that good. No, yeah, no it's, it's like not three. As good it's as like I, four words. It's, it's it, not as good yeah. as I remembered. Yeah. It'd be better if it was longer. And I wish it had been a longer sequence because, like, that would have been funny. But they just don't stick with it. Yeah. Did they not? Were they paying him by the word? I think they were paying every actor over the age of 18 by the word. It sure seems like it. Um, so, Toymaker um, releases his virtual robots into the world and causes a bunch of natural disasters to happen. And you can only see them if you're wearing the weird 3D glasses for the video game. Right. Um, yeah, because the whole thing is whenever they put on the 3D glasses in... The movie, that's when you're supposed to put them on in real life. Yeah. Which I think is a kind of interesting idea, but, like, not interesting enough. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Um, so, they, um, they have a fight with all these robots. There is a part where we cut to Gregorio. He's making a fifth brain. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, like a buddy. Bad idea, man. Like, what? Why are we back at this? Um... But he has, like, this really long scene where he talks about, like, nobody touch me. Nobody talk to me. No, th- no, I will not be interrupted while I finish this. This is a historic moment. And then somebody's like, hey, your kids are in danger. And he fucking just smashes all of them. <laughs> yeah. And that's, like, pretty... That's, that is the most characterization anybody has had in this movie. Yeah, this bit where all the actors that are good at acting are allowed to be in the movie for five seconds apiece is fun. It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. I um, feel like all of these actors were... Filmed at different green screen studios. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. None of them saw one another. Absolutely. 100%. I, 
I think uh, 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 Antonio Banderas and I don't remember the woman who plays the mom. I think they're in one shot together. Other than that, no. Yeah. Um, so and everybody I don't even shows know if they up. interact in that shot. Yeah. They don't even interact. You know, um, uh, you know I think Junie hugs Gregorio at the end. But, like, otherwise, like, they're not even in the same shots in this. Yeah. Um, mom doesn't even get a scene. She just shows up. And, like, same for Grandma, um, and same for Machete, and that's it. Machete does give, like, everyone else has, like, Dad, Mom, Uncle, and then he gets Machete, which Which is is nice. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the guy Um, who, like, hated them and kept telling them not to call him Uncle last time is now cool with being their uncle. Yeah, but he doesn't get an Uncle card like the other ones do. Yeah, Um, and it's because now he's not... Uh, stabbing them in the back. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, and yeah, now, like, oh, but they, they've got their whole family here, but it's not enough. There's too many robots. And then Junie flashes back to that line from earlier, everyone's your family. So now they just call in every actor <laughs> from both movies. They just go, hey, all the OSS agents should be on this one. And then the OSS realizes, oh, you're right. Um, but then Floop and Minion also show up. Shout out to these two for yeah. showing up for all of these movies. The fucking guy who runs the amusement park at the beginning of Spy Kids 2 shows up. That was good. You know what? And then when they throw five pairs of glasses to Minion because he's got all the pairs, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, that, That's a that, good goof. That was a joke I laughed at. This or not laughed at, but I was be, like, that's kind of fun. This bit's kind of fun just because you're seeing all these actors. Uh... It could be a lot of fun if they had any fucking money <laughs> to actually yeah. pay these people to do their job. I was going to say, is that the problem? Is that this movie was made with no budget? Yeah, I think or that's it was a big all, part well, of no, it. It was all spent on the 3D. That can't cost that much money. Has to. I, I'm sure the that it is you'd 2003. Be... Yeah. But again, like, look 3D movies kids. have been a thing for, like, decades. But like, this they didn't much? get good until more recently, but, like, they've been a thing for a long time. The budget was uh, $38 million. That's... Uh, I, I don't know enough about movie budgets. That seems low-ish? Yeah, that it's, seems it, low. It, it's on the lower end. It, like, used to be... Uh, t- in comparison, um, the first movie was uh, $50 million. Okay, yeah. But, okay, so they had less money for this, and they decided to do a bunch of 3D shit. Uh, but also, Spy Kids 2 was also $38 million. Mm. And that also looked like shit. <laughs> But they paid everybody, so I don't know. Maybe Elijah Wood had a big price tag. Yeah. Well, it's also, they're paying everybody for a cameo in this Yeah, one. and everybody's coming back. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I don't know. There's a Sylvester Stallone robot attacking, like, the Capitol building, and, uh, not Gregorio, the, the grandpa is gonna attack him, fight, and they have a scene where they attempt to inject some more pathos into this movie at the last second. Right, like, he explains, like, you know what, you like, when you were an agent for the OSS and you betrayed me, like, I lost the use of my legs, and because of that, like, I wasn't able to go to my daughter's wedding, I wasn't able to see the birth of my daughter, and he's like, but it did teach me humility and some other shit, so I guess I, what I wanted to do, I don't even want to fight you, I just want to forgive you. Yeah, um, he's like, I, so- I know you, have, I, you haven't been imprisoned in cyberspace, you've been imprisoned by your own guilt. He's like, well, also the cyberspace. <laughs> I think also this in scene on its own is okay. It would be much better if the rest of the movie built up to it at all. Right. If they, if this had been, that's 
that's part of my problem is that they don't do anything until the last 15 minutes yeah and that's it everything yeah. else is nothing and yeah, that's the that is the end of the movie that's that's it there's nothing after that right i don't like, think so i think they just like, all cheer in the street or whatever they yeah. all cheer in the street and then there's a blooper scene in the uh credits where uh george clooney said that this is the end of his career <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, that's it. That's we did it. it. <laughs> we talked that's about Totally Spies 3D. Spy Kids 3D. Wow. What did I say? You said Totally, totally Spies. Oh. <laughs> that's not this podcast. This is a different podcast. <laughs> You're right. Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Someone should do a Totally Spies podcast. Yeah, we should maybe do that after this. <laughs> I wish somebody would. Listen, I pitched just looping back around and doing another run through all five seasons, all six seasons. That sounds like hell. (laughs) Can't be me. If we're older, we're wiser, we would have new insights. No, No. we would not. (laughs) You are full of shit. Um, yeah, so, you know, um, that is that. Ashley, do we have questions? We do. Um... I, I posted uh, the photo of Sylvester Stallone pointing <laughs> into the theater because I thought that's a funny promotional image. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so there's some fo- pic- uh, questions that are about that, such as from at Wissawaru, is this giant porn? <laughs> uh, from at what is cosplay, I can't wait until the dark and gritty Spy Kids comic reboot 20 years from now. And Carmen says to Judy, the OSS made us do war crimes. God. Not really a question, but yes. Yes. Um, from at Turtleant, 3D movies give me a headache, uh, more or less. Instantly, are there any gimmicks on a media presentation that basically lock you out of experiencing it? Hmm. Not really. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. The only thing I was thinking of for Molly is that, like, I know you sometimes have trouble with motion controls. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't do motion controls because they fuck me up, but, yeah, that, yeah. Usually with those, I guess, I mean, because like, I'm able to play those, I just can't use the motion control parts. Uh-huh. I guess if I was playing, like, a, uh, like, a Kinect game, it would be difficult. Right, right. But I've never thought about that. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Um, from at uh, Minerva Zinn, with your reaction to the guy, I lost my shit in the theater when that happened. Oh, uh, when I was a kid, it's like wow. But now it was just kind of funny. I was like, now, oh. I was like oh, go ahead. I was like, it's the guy from that movie. I my reaction was, oh, oh hey, it's Toby McGuire. Wait. No, it's not. <laughs> Fuck. Who fucking is this guy? I know this guy, right? Who? Is... Uh, oh, right. Okay, yeah. He does shows yeah, yeah. on FX now, you know. <laughs> yeah, he just only does, like, weird comedies. Mm-hmm. God, and, what freedom. And appears in uh, Double Fine Games. Yeah. Uh, 
from Mike Dawson. Uh, who would win in a fight, Judy or uh, Carito? Carito is the dude from Sword Art Online. Oh. And the only thing I know about Sword Art Online is that Kenny Omega dressed up as uh, Carito. And that makes Kenny it so Omega. much less cool when he did that Undertale stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, he, he's always done that. He dressed up as his Destiny character yeah, once. Yeah, but, he, but Sword great. Art Online specifically. Yeah, that's fair. Sword Art Online bad. Um, but also, I could Kenny Omega would fucking kill Judy. So, <laughs> right, but he's not Kenny Omega. He's just some shitty guy. Yeah, the shitty guy has a sword though, so that probably <laughs> that's true. That's true. I don't think Judy has. He doesn't even have any gadgets in this movie. Yeah, that's true. This isn't no even a good gadgets. spy movie. Uh. I remember uh, from at TR6 Queenly, I remember the DVD ROM for this movie had mini uh, games for the uh, the car race that I played over and over as a kid. What's your favorite old DVD feature slash DVD menu? Oh, wow. Oh, I don't think I have one. I've said before on other podcasts that I really like the End of Evangelion uh, menu. I think that's cool. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. What's the menu? Um, It's like... Uh, you know, it looks like a basic kind of menu, and like everything's like playing in the background, um, and then like it just starts to, like cutting to like for like just like a half second, like Shinji screaming, uh, and uh, the letters start falling off from each of the menu options. That's cool. Yeah, and then uh, third impact hits, and like you just get like this destroyed crater as. Mm. Uh, Joy of Man's Desiring Place. Yeah. Uh, I The only DVD feature I've ever liked is commentaries. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I Which, definitely... Yeah, that's not really what the question was about, but... Yeah. yeah. In looking for a photo uh, to u- uh, use on this, I saw, like, one of those, like, oh, this is one of those uh, old, like... You know, Flash games that only was made for this movie. Yeah. And I, like, was really remembering that time when, like, every single movie had a shitty Flash game. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, that, w- that was fun times. Back in the day, we had all those Flash games. <laughs> That's something I feel nostalgic for. Where is that, uh, you know, indie game yeah, section where it's just being like old Cartoon Network Flash games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those Cartoon Network Flash games are good as hell. <laughs> I want one specifically based on the summer vacation ones. Yup. <laughs> that was good shit. I Thank don't you. remember what you're talking about. It's really not worth it, but All that's, right. that's the stuff. <laughs> The the only real like licensed flash game I remember getting really into was the the Bionicle Adventure game. Uh, I played some Galador crossover flash game thing too. Nobody remembers what Galador is, and that's just how nope. that's what everybody should uh, that's how everybody should feel. All right, <laughs> great. Yeah. Um. From at Sir Et- uh, Etowards, why is this uh, Elijah Wood's best role? It's not. 
It's no. not. <laughs> I'm the one who liked it, and it's it's not. I mean, I also liked it, but yeah. Oh, that's no. true. Yeah, sorry. I already I forgot. I may, like, Lord of the Rings is definitely better, and, like, I'd put Over the Garden Wall over this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bro- I'd put Broken Age over this. Yeah. I'd put The Legend of Spyro over this. He was in, he's Spyro now. Is he Spyro? Yeah. Dang. Huh. Is Elijah Wood just, like, the next Mark Hamill? Yeah. Like, yeah, 100%. He, he was, like, the star of, like, a huge movie franchise, but then he just kind of does weird side stuff for... Or, like, smaller scale stuff for the rest of his career. Just does whatever he wants. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. A lot of voice acting, because it's, like, fun, and he gets to... I think Daniel Radcliffe is also doing that. Yeah, a Dan- bit. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe has also gone, like... I feel like Elijah Weird, uh, Elijah Wood is getting weird, like, TV shows. I feel like Daniel Radcliffe has only gotten, like, weirder. Uh-huh. It's I, like... I mean, it was a hell of a, like statement of intent when like his first non-harry potter thing was doing a play about fucking a horse that's true yes um like i feel like for young like teens uh stars who are like women they like try to like it's always like the the sexy rebrands right yeah and for teen stars or like young adult stars who are guys, it's always the I'm just gonna get real, real fucking weird. <laughs> See also Robert Pattinson in the Lighthouse. I was gonna say uh, Cole Sprouse. Yeah. Yes. They got money. They they'll be fine for the rest of their fucking lives. So why not just a weird sweet shit? life? God. <laughs> um. They can just do a- Kingdom Hearts voices. <laughs> Uh, from at Ava Garda, who had the best Final Fantasy S summon in this movie? I wish there were fucking summons, bro. <laughs> yeah, that would be way better. Uh, I just imagine the grandpa being a summon, and that's very funny to me. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> it just plays like it's on the Game Boy, and it just plays like a really shitty like sound clip of like, <laughs> like okay, Judy. <laughs> yeah. God. Uh, from at Scartromp, uh, now that 3D is basically never going to die, what other annoying movie gimmicks would you bring back? Uh, I think 3D has kind of died in a sense. Yeah, it, it almost feels like it's a cyclical thing, like it'll come back again. Yeah, I want the movies where, like, a dude, uh, comes into, uh, your, like, theater to, like, play a part <laughs> Oh, sure. Like, that was in, like, a lot of, like, early sci-fi and horror movies. Uh-huh. Like, including one where it's like, oh, like, there's this radiation, like, you know, taking over the world, and then a guy, like, in a radiation suit would, like, walk through. Uh-huh. <laughs> huh. Do that. Yeah, yeah. I want, uh, j- just keep ramping up the D-Box type shit. <laughs> God. You want to do be, be able to do a full flip in a movie theater. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just want every movie theater to become Star Tours. Fuck yeah. Um I I don't really have much input on this one. Yeah. Alright. Uh and then uh finally from Trump Percival, uh why do people keep trying to bring back VR? Because it's, like, the sci-fi thing. It is, like... 
Yeah, I like we've we've all imagined it forever. It it's too expensive still. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we're at a point where people keep trying to bring it back. Like we're still on the the loop, like that started with like you know Oculus and shit. It's just I feel like even then people were, were warning like, hey, this is obviously a super new thing, and it's going to take a long time before it makes any sense at scale. Uh, yeah. And people just kind of forgot about that. I got mad that it didn't instantly work perfectly. Yeah. Uh, I like. I'll say also probably another thing that works in its favor and like why people keep trying with it is the few times I've like tried VR and it like really works. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this is dope. Resident Evil Seven VR kicks ass. Sure. Um, but that's it for questions, really. Okay. Uh, I don't have much else to add. Um, Luke, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, you can find uh, other podcasts that I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as Teenagers with Attitude, which, like I said before, we'll be doing a Sonic the Hedgehog movie soon. Uh, uh, Let's Place, where we rank every video game ever made according to quality. Uh... Ashley mentioned the Skies of Academia episode we did, the three-part, six-hour Kentucky Route Zero podcast. If, you know, if you have, like, a long drive uh, up ahead of you, you just need some background noise, you know. Um, I feel like I'm forgetting one. Oh, right, yeah. Me and Ashley do a podcast called Where's Pod Where I'm When I'm Scared, which is all about VeggieTales. We just did... We just recorded an episode about Jonah, a VeggieTales movie, and wow, it's bad. Actually, yeah. what's which movie's worse, this one or VeggieTales? I I made a post where I implied that Spy Kids 3D was worse. Uh-huh. But, oh man, it's a real fucking hard, like, choice to make. Well, Jonah has a lot of racism, and so I'm probably just gonna say that that's worse because it's actually like yeah, like even if there are some things that might be more entertaining from that movie, uh huh, uh huh, the racism is very bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think that's it for me, Ashley. You can find me at Yearly Bird with that underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can find me at all the other podcasts that were mentioned here. Not all of them, but some of them. And you can find my website at heinocackle.com and my Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give, Give Ashley your Ashley fucking money. Your fucking money. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly, the Y-E-R. Um, you can find me at audioentropy.com. You can find me at ineedmail.com. We record a new episode this morning, this very morning. Uh, or you're still talking about Year of the Black Rainbow. That book fucking sucks, guys. <laughs> it's bad. Um, Claudio accidentally wrote a book about the dangers of centrism, but he doesn't know that he did that. <laughs> he doesn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's that. You can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Molly Rainback. Um, if you want to give us a little bit of money for the website... You go to audiorentry.com, hit that donate button in the upper right-hand corner so we can just keep hosting these fucking things. If you want to keep listening, you should probably do that. Yeah. Um, put it up there. Use that. Um, you can tell people about our podcast. Tell your friends that we do a podcast about Totally Spies and then Spy Kids. 
and compare and contrast the two probably um is there any uh, thanks thanks for everybody who's left us reviews and stuff uh is there anything else we need I don't think so. I think we're good. I think that's it. Ashley, oh, you want to oh, give us a... Oh, wait, wait. Oh. Uh, next, yes, Luke. Next time, are we doing Spy Kids 4 or are we doing Shark Boy and Lava Girl? Oh, fuck's sake. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll flip a coin. <laughs> we'll pull out a card and if it's... <laughs> if it's high, <laughs> we'll go to Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah. If it's but, low. But we'll decide if aces are high in the moment. Yeah. Really how we feeling. Uh, I don't know. Do you two have strong opinions on this? Should we just watch Spy Kids 4 next? I think we need to do Spy Kids 4. Yeah. I think so we have to do Spy our Kids due diligence. Next. Listen, I'm not Fuck excited it. about it. Other than it can't... Especially after this? Well, on the other hand, though, they kind of got nowhere to go but up, right? No. Oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> they have... Uh, the place they have to go is Ricky Gervais Dock. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's not good. No, I'm not saying it is. That's down. That's not up. It's down. <laughs> anyway, um, Ashley, truly, please free us. Until next time, keep spying only smaller. See, that works. That I like that. That yeah. was good. Good thing we yeah. can use it one more time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>